1: Another insanely hilarious Cooligans podcast I'm
2: about Alexis start. is certain he doesn't even you don't even we roll. don't even have to uh, wait till the end and say it was funny. What are we gonna have a serious one? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's us. We're, we're pretty. We, we're nothing if if anything, we're con, uh, not consistent. You yeah. know what I mean we uh, we nail it week after every week. every time. Okay, <laughs> well, you set the bar and we go right under. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're, <laughs> we're playing limbo. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's Good, everybody. Welcome, It's the buddy. Your fa- your favorite comedic soccer program, okay? Mm. Uh, I mean, you know, there aren't program sounds more official. Okay, yeah, dude. This is like a you know they say they, do they say program in England. They they, say pro- they probably throw an extra U in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't they have an E at
1: the end of it? Yeah, oh, two, two M's, M's and an E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing too much, <laughs> England.
2: Why you think we just have lettuce to spare? <laughs> Damn. Why have it in there if you ain't even saying it?
1: Is <laughs> that a program of me? You know.
2: Uh, we're excited to be here. Uh, this is a this is your Christian. Only I'm Alexis. Yes, sir, we're excited. I wasn't gonna say that, but yes. Uh, we uh excited to be here. Uh, but we only have one episode this week, so this week this episode is going to be a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we had it was MLK Day on on Monday, mm-hmm. uh, and all your favorite brands chimed in. So you always right. love to see it. Uh, <laughs> well, w- which brand
1: wants more sales
2: <laughs> in the Black community? Uh, you know. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, you know, oatmeal raisin cookies yeah. for <laughs> sharing your favorite right. MLK quote. <laughs> I was sitting here like
1: I don't even know how to. Sell. Wait a minute, the gap. Has just
2: posted an X. What does what does Huffy bikes have to say? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they yeah. are an ally. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so,
2: uh, so we have. Meanwhile, a- Harley Davidson. Quiet. <laughs> I'm yeah. guessing. I honestly don't know. Um. So the uh, today's episode is gonna be dope because we have an incredible guest. We're gonna be joined by uh, Mark Wright, who is a, a, a journalist, a documentarian, and we're gonna talk about the the new podcast um, that uh, he is a part of the the, the Bison Project, mm-hmm. which is uh, called uh, on uh, Sports Explains the World. Yes, Absolutely so, incredible, uh, a metalark media endeavor. Uh, to, to so you can
1: could- right, home team making huge dope. Podcasts that exactly. are serialized and have a
2: ton of great information. So yeah, I love how serialized is now a a part of the lexicon. You well, know? I keep saying it. As a <laughs> <case>. <laughs> you know, you can correct me. if I'm uh, But it is a a, a dope uh, podcast that focuses on um, the Howard University uh, men's soccer team uh, in, in 1981 that when they won the title seventy one. 71, sorry. Yeah. Uh, that they won the title and they were stripped of, uh, of of that title. And it's a fascinating story. And we will talk to him about it. So Mark Wright will be with us in a bit but let's uh let's talk a little bit uh stuff going on in uh in the footy world um first we have to start with we, we mentioned this briefly last week uh, that jordan henderson yeah. uh, who plays for al uh it, it, it no al atifak, al al Itifak,
0: al Itifak,
2: yeah. al atifak. He, which is
1: uh steven gerrard yes he is yeah. the,
2: the the manager there but um jordan henderson uh, dealt with a lot of criticism for joining the team because uh, obviously of the uh, uh, you know LGBT rights issues that uh, that are happening in Saudi Arabia. Which
1: he was a big champion of. Yeah. So ev- until he got that bad, everybody <laughs> he saw the
2: check, he's like, oh well, dang yeah. that bad. Yeah. I mean, they don't need to go <laughs> to every country. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, now it's uh, it's official. Uh, Fabrizio Romano had uh, put out the tweet uh, that Jordan Henderson is done at. Uh, Al uh, Atifak. Uh, He's he, getting the Al
1: Atifak out of <laughs> there.
2: <laughs> that he will be going to. Uh, he will be going to uh, Ajax uh, reportedly. Uh, we're waiting for the official sort of announcement. But he, uh, you know, he dealt with a lot of criticism and, uh, for for even going and signing with the signing with the team. And, and I will he, say this is a. I X are showing concrete interest. No, no, I I pulled up the wrong tweet, but yeah. It's not
0: exactly a here we go.
2: (laughs) It's not a here we go just yet. I'll I'll find the the official one, uh, but it it looks like it's uh, it's pretty certain. And it's
0: not just Jordan Henderson either. There's rumors that Kareem Benzema is trying to get out of the Saudi Pro League. The Saudi Pro League just seems in general to not be as desirable of a place to be as players initially thought it was going to be. So what's, what's the question, though? Do we think it's done? I That, well, that was what I was going to ask you guys. Do you guys think that this is just a half-year failure, or is it growing pains? You know, is that what we're seeing? Is it players are coming, it's not what they expected, but maybe these just aren't the players? Because there are other players that haven't been complaining. Saudi Mane seems to be enjoying himself. Golo Kante hasn't heard anything from him. I don't know. What do you guys think is next for the, the Saudi Pro League? That's a great question whether it's a bust. Do we think... Well, I mean, with, uh,
2: you know, the six people in the stands watching these games, <laughs> you would have to think that it's not much of a success. Um, look, it, it's a it's a thing where they have to figure out how to monetize this as soon as possible. They're spending tons and tons of money on do bringing... They? I mean, I guess so, right? I mean, do you think it's simply the, use all money to fund this hobby for, for well, some of the a, owners? It's not a
1: hobby. This is an attempt to enrich the football culture before... Or at least visually, yeah, 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 to the to the to the onlookers.
2: Don't open the hood. Don't yeah, open yeah, the yeah. hood. <laughs> nah,
1: nah. We just just buy the car because it's painted, you know. Okay, it, don't look at the
2: carfax. No, do you, you don't trust me. Just slapping phones out of hands here. This is crazy. You're gonna do this in front of me? Uh, what family? Yeah. Are
1: you pulling up Zell? carfax uh, Um I think it's the, they want the World Cup in 2036. Is it? Yeah. 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 So
2: it's like a more of a long term investment. into Just uh, getting some of these uh, obviously big tournaments in in the country. So um, So you get some of the biggest players. You hope that change. How much money can they lose
1: to do that? Bazillions. (laughs) And that's, I think, the official term. Uh, Gajillions, whatever you want to call it. Okay, They have almost an endless amount of money.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's it's also, uh, you know. They
1: don't have to turn a profit ever. A they don't even know what that is, like it's profit. A
2: sh- it's a shame
1: that that they're, could be the case. They're when like, wait a minute, if you start a business and it does well, you get more money? That's <laughs> crazy. I just thought we had the money. and let's have some
2: fun. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame in the, in the grander, like in the bigger uh, uh sort of, uh, you know, Concept of like that there that there can be so many people struggling and people have a, and a lot of poverty yet they're like yo let's just look we're burning money yeah. like <laughs> come to the annual burning money festival yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, every halftime we oh, burn money okay and that's what it kind of feels like um because yeah so I and I I get it if that is what the the focus is it just um it, it be a, a financial investment for these uh you know whether it's like look if we can make the accusations or the alleged of just like greasing uh, some of the wheels at fifa and maybe and and i'm sure the people at fifa are like hey we we got no problem with uh, <laughs> these like these wheels need grease we're squeak squeak
1: squeak are squeak.
2: kind of dry right now <laughs> if
1: only we had a little bit of oil and shockingly i feel like you guys got a lot of that
2: oil um so is I, I, so th- i guess the the answer to the question might be like we we don't even necessarily know what failure looks like I guess the closest thing to failure is players not wanting to play there right so Jordan Henderson leaving and we heard the reports about that that a lot of the players especially the foreign players that their 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 wives uh are not comfortable uh you know they don't appreciate being in the country or they don't yeah. like the, I the lifestyle
1: I, I I don't want to say it if i'm mistaken <laughs> <Hilarious>. <laughs> uh, but I do believe that that um, Jordan Henderson was one of the players who like doesn't live where Al Etifak plays. Okay. I think he lived in Doha and made the trip in All right, for training and for the game. Commuting which to work. I'm assuming that's like <laughs> New Jersey, New York, like that close. Okay. I'm assuming maybe it's an hour, hour and a half. I don't know. Maybe we could look that up. But it seems to me like the reason why you would choose to live in Doha is because maybe that's a bit more progressive. Okay. Maybe it's a little bit, makes a little
2: bit of an easier life for your wife, maybe, I'm assuming. Maybe. Um, I mean, I've been to um, Dubai, which is obviously not the same country, but... It, it, it even before Dubai is like the it's the Vegas of the Middle East though it is but but you know the, a lot of the questions I had like when before going were like oh does do do I have to behave a certain way I I, I knew that alcohol wasn't allowed in a lot of places not that I really cared about uh, drinking a whole bunch but you don't want to be like yo Corona please and it's like handcuffs or whatever <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <laughs> man <laughs> man I love a beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn! Why am I in Abu I, I, didn't I didn't even get didn't here. Damn! I didn't mean. I just wanted a Heineken or Courts yeah. Light. To yeah, be yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well,
1: no, you would get arrested if you had Heineken. but course,
2: like, course Light. Light. You thing become alive. a prince <laughs> in Dubai. Do they have a royal family? So, um, but the, the, one of the, all, all the other things I was uh, like thinking about, or, or um, you know, is you know. T- like at beaches, I mean, man-made beaches or whatever. But like, what were uh, the women like? I-, I thought like they would have to be uh, in burkas. And, What's and, the state of dress? Whole We've thing. also heard stories like a friend of ours, uh, Simeon Goodson,
1: lived in Dubai, and he said you're not allowed to film selfies in public because oh. there's pri- there's very strict privacy laws. So other people might be getting in your video. You're not allowed to post that until you get consent from everyone that was in the background. Wow. Yeah. So most of the time you film selfies at home. Things like that, you can't just go in the stream and be like, I got a show this week. Sure, you sure. have to do that from the privacy of your own home. Just so the, uh, yeah, hey, yeah. Goodbye, <laughs> y'all. the little the <laughs> <laughs> Korean <laughs> heart thingy <laughs> with your fingers. Um, yeah, you know, don't do that in public. Twelve Sim. years in prison. <laughs> sorry, can't. <laughs> that's about four beers worth of prison. <laughs> so but I, I think there's, there's obviously a different culture. There's, look, I'm, I'm not a big proponent of religion in any way shape or form right for me personally i respect if other people have it as part of their culture or something they believe in or their faith go for it um but i do think there are some learning curves there are some learning curves to to living in a place like uh like saudi arabia or in doha if that's where you choose to live and i think especially for i think the english have a hard time even living in america sometimes you know like the culture is not the same Life in England is just different. We experienced it when we were in Liverpool. People were popping beer cans yeah. at 10 a.m. on the train, and we're like, this isn't normal where we <laughs> live. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, unless you're a detective who's part of it you're, <laughs> okay. you're There's a camera crew, and this is part of the script of the movie you're filming. Um, it just isn't... The, some of those things, like the idea of just going out and getting super, super drunk and stuff like that. Like, that's not a part of even our culture. There's a bit of a learning curve on living in America. That way I can only imagine a place where drinking is really looked down upon, how hard that is. Um, So, yeah, I can imagine it's very difficult. Do I think this is if we're the Saudi Pro League? Part of me tells me no. They're just going to go find different players. They may not be the ilk they want, but Cristiano Ronaldo seems to be having a good time there. Um, Neymar up until his injury seemed fine or at least we hadn't heard any negativity
2: I mean I think the 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 big issue is that the players that will that do sign I'm sure it's part of the, especially players like Ronaldo and Neymar, that not only are they um, you know, stars that are playing in, in, in the league, but they also have to also be advocates and oh it's for the deal. For the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I mean that we <laughs> they're not gonna say
1: a slightly negative right. word. Uh, your goal celebration has to be oh you opening a travel pamphlet
0: to <laughs> Saudi Arabia. a cool Wow, <laughs>
1: the
2: beaches are <laughs> but serene.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> Look my family having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. At this resort. You and know? Please
1: don't focus on the red dots of lasers <laughs> on their foreheads. Uh, Why are we taking penalties? You don't need to do that. <laughs> we don't need that. Focus somewhere else. Um I to me it's difficult to say because of the amount of money they have access to, it's hard for me to say this has been a bust. I think growing pains is what I'll say. Okay.
2: Yeah. I mean it, look, I think um look, Jordan Henderson is not you know the the caliber player that's going to uh uh he ain't putting butts in the seats right, right. but but there is there's something to be said about you know maybe players from England that have the opportunity to go play in Saudi Arabia they're gonna hit up Jordan Henderson and be like yo what what was it like should I go and they're then, not
1: gonna hit up Jordan Henderson I think they know <laughs>
3: <laughs> they might hit up
1: someone like Angola Conte and be like what do you think I'm just
2: saying look he 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 is he is. Uh, an ambassador to some right. degree for the English player that might want to go play out there because right. I'm sure if you're gonna them,
1: date Amber Heard, you might not reach out to what's his Johnny, yeah, Depp? Johnny Depp. <laughs> but what was that like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you might reach out to a different, a different ex. somebody
2: that might have had a better yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. uh, I mean, I, I I buy know.
1: a couple bed sheets. I you know? was, <laughs> I was,
2: uh, I was on Netflix and I heard that she pooped in your bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that like how much but You don't really. Right. You don't, right. you don't really. Like a little, a little poop. Like a manageable amount right. of poop? If it was a nugget,
0: all right.
1: But if it was a concentrated you, you
2: amount. Can, a nugget
1: you can make work. <laughs> you didn't know. You thought it was a fart. But if it's a significant amount where <laughs> they had to stand there and read pamphlets on travel yeah, to Saudi then, Arabia. Know, I'm swiping
2: left, I think. <laughs> I, I think, think I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I think I'm deleting Ryan. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, uh so yeah, we'll see what uh what ends up happening. Uh like I look the I don't the league is not going anywhere, but I think the, you know, got Karim Benzema, uh, reported that he's it, it, looking probably for other options to to get out I of there. I think he hasn't joined back with the team. Okay, yeah, I don't know the where where they are now with it. Um, uh, but then uh, R- uh, Roberto Firmino uh, said that he's staying with uh, with the team. Uh, Al Ali, Al Ali, and uh, so look, there, you're gonna hear this from time to time. Uh, Jordan Henderson is just. Uh, he, because of the controversy of his signing I think that's why you know we're kind of focusing on, on him because he I think just justifiably uh, dealt with a little bit of uh, uh, criticism and so it's gonna be interesting him uh, you know uh, going back to uh, going to Holland and and you know maybe get a kind of away from the the, the press about it to to some degree. Do you want to
1: hear a quick quick little story about how how bad the English travel? Remember, the England England won the World Cup in 1966. Yes. In 1970, the World Cup is in Mexico, Okay, mm-hmm. Mexico. Eng- I, I got it the first time. <laughs> Everyone understood the first time. Just in time case man. anyone listening is like, where hey, is I that? know. I need a Duolingo Damn. to listen to the show. He switched the J sound to an X, and now I understand it. They, uh, The coach of the English national team said the food was terrible. Mexican food is bad. Uh-huh. So they flew. They they imported frozen hamburgers and yes, sausages. I've heard this. To give you an idea of how badly the British travel, they thought Mexican food, what's with all this seasoning? Bring us the frozen sausages.
2: Yes, they. if it wasn't thawed in front of them, yeah, they don't no. want to. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I have heard that story. It is fascinating. Um, Come on, you ain't built for this. <laughs>
0: So the next piece of news we're going to talk about, Inter-Miami got a new recruit, a buddy of Lionel Messi, Sergio Busquets, Jordi Alba. Uh, Luis Suarez has joined Inter-Miami. And does this automatically make them the new favorites to win MLS next season, do you guys think?
2: Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I mean,
0: they were
1: the favorites, I think, before he joined. Uh They should be the favorites still, but not because he joined. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the story from... He said it himself, and I don't know if this was part of his, you know, attempt to get out of Gremio, because remember, he was trying to get out of that contract early so he could join Messi when Messi first got there, but Mm -hmm. he said he has to get an injection in his knees before the games, and afterwards, for like two or three days after, he can't play with his kids. Right. Uh, That's how bad his knee is. Now, you bring that guy to a league that's very physical, involves a ton of travel, and plays on turf sometimes. How many games is he? What's the (laughs) over under on how many games Luis Suarez is going to play?
2: Yeah, look, that I I think we uh, talked about this briefly uh, when when that story came out. So the the you know if he if he can play you know realistically more than half the games and he played very well in Brazil, he did. He was the leading scorer for. So you would expect that the the drop off can't be that terrible. I don't think he's going to be a bad
1: player. I don't think he's going to be terrible. But this a guy who plays. I honestly think 15 games should be the over/under, okay. And I, I'm, my feeling is that it's going to be under.
0: Is I'll say 15 just, and a half. Is that just an MLS, or you think cup games as well? Only 15. I'll say just MLS. Okay. Yeah, I think because uh, I, mean, I think leagues cup. I think to
1: be honest with you, I think championship cup, Concacaf uh, championship yeah. cup, Champions Cup, <laughs> uh, leagues cups. Too many cups. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. It's like my bed, my bedside table. Too many cups. My is going to get mad at you um I feel like maybe inter Miami pri- 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 prioritize prioritizes why couldn't I speak there for a second prioritizes them because of the more Global eyes that'll be put on it yeah does that make sense I don't know if it makes sense now with MLS being a global so- <laughs> broadcast brand
2: I think the 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 interesting thing here as far as how much he's going to play and also even how much is Messi going to play because uh, because of Copa America. They're both – Uruguay and Argentina are going to be playing, obviously, in Copa America. Is Luis Suarez back in, Argent- in Uruguay's plans? Yeah, though? yeah. I, I, he I, hasn't
1: been. I would expect he, he would hasn't play. Been. Really, he hasn't – No. Uh, at all. Uh, Bielsa has not called him in. Okay. so I, They've you, kind of moved on from him, but maybe there's a chance maybe they get – So yeah. I,
2: I think for the most part, um, he I, – I would kind of expect – if he could play twenty-five to thirty matches, that is a like, ah, yeah. in all competitions yeah. or whatever.
1: Any player gets that, you're happy, right? <laughs> With
2: injuries and so. I look, we 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 kind of uh, you know Are you we talking thi- about all competitions, all competitions, okay. yeah, yeah. Actually, so which is the fairly that's actually, low.
1: yeah, that's actually a bit more reasonable. Of,
2: uh, yeah, yeah. Request. So look, I, I think we we're um, the you know he's gonna be. Uh, what is it? When on on a minutes um, restriction, restriction kind of you would have to probably load think, management, load management, management. Yeah. do what like you know they do with LeBron and people get upset that Kawhi Leonard, they don't, Leonard. To, <laughs> they don't <laughs> yeah. get to see their players play. Um, so I I don't know. I I don't think the because of especially because how well he played in Brazil. I I'm not too worried that you know there's gonna be a huge huge problem, per se. Um, I think, yeah, there is obviously a lot of travel uh, with MLS. I mean, I would assume they are going to uh, uh, be as careful as possible uh, with him. because, And it's also not a thing where they desperately need him in all these games. They have uh, 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 Leo Campana and uh who's a a very obviously clearly competent striker and will do very, very good. well. I wonder how they're gonna manage They're not selling tickets with Leo Cambana though. <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't need it, doesn't matter if, if Messi wasn't there and Suarez was, they ain't selling a bunch of tickets either. They're selling more, but not like the the Messi numbers. Like they know yeah, Messi is what's the, happening with Messi and you know, twenty twenty four is gonna be fascinating with like um the, the these away games. I mean the game at Arrowhead Stadium for sporting Kansas oh, City. That's
1: what I was actually about to look up, was the capacity of
2: the I was seeing some of the the the, the cheapest tickets or something like three hundred and fifty dollars. Bro, they making money. At Arrow, this is, this is like sixty thousand people. Seventy six thousand. Seventy six thousand, and the cheapest seat three hundred and fifty dollars. That's insane. That's
1: and they're just, gonna sell it.
2: They're gonna sell it. Oh, that's for the, sure. that, that's for the, sure. the, the the shameful thing. But I understand the look the for maybe not for the the league or, or mess even being there or calling it a cash cash grab or whatever. But the owners individually are like. Yes, cash grab, cash grab it up. Okay, <laughs> yeah, grab, grab, yeah. grab. We want. Yeah, a- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got the. They Are got you the suggesting crab. there's other cash to grab?
1: Because <laughs> I will do
2: that. <laughs> okay, it's, it's Mr. Krabs. Yeah. You want to grab? Put money in the in these old pincers. Yeah. Give me more of those poor people's <laughs> money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so find me a bigger stadium the, in Kansas City. The idea, City. you know, the the idea of moving the game out of Children's Mercy Park to to the bigger stadiums is. Oh, uh, at least what we're sort of told. I hope the season ticket holders just get a ticket for the game. I believe, yeah, the season tickets are the yeah. holders are fine. But then for for you know you, they basically say like we're gonna attract all the the new uh, new potential supporters and fans because Messi's here and you know it, yeah, because like- that's how it works. So a casual fans gonna be like.
1: You know, I think I want to support that guy that Messi's running past.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think I want to buy
1: season tickets for that.
2: Because the idea could be, uh, you know, imagine if they made the tickets, uh, you know, $60, let's say. But why would you do that? I understand, but imagine just you—you you would get people that are like, "That's oh. financially irresponsible." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. And for U.S.
1: soccer, I mean, right, MS, right, there's yeah. not many because we all know U.S. This soccer. isn't like Real Madrid playing Messi,
2: and you're like, "Oh, how dare you trust <laughs> me?" But it's just but Sporting just Kansas City. They, they would—they would attract uh, 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 fans of Sporting Kansas City, more Sporting Kansas City fans than just Messi fans. And it would be, uh, yeah, you would still have a lot of pink jerseys in the stadium, but you would definitely fill the stadium. You would definitely have that easier connection to uh, potential fans to get season tickets to, to watch games at Children's Mercy Park. So that's kind of like the the, the hope. But there's a, I'm suggesting sixty dollars, but to go to nearly four hundred for the cheapest ticket. I mean, look, unfortunately, it's, that's what the demand is. No, and if I mean, not, it, it, is it is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. that that's, like, that's a, like the shame. They they can sell it. For that much, and they will, and they will, and and really, which is like, isn't that what like a Liverpool season ticket costs? Like three hundred, yeah. It's it's wild. So um, yeah. Look, the these owners uh of these uh, MLS teams that are that where Inter Miami is visiting, they're going to make probably two maybe two seasons worth of profit. Yeah. In this, in this, like one game, and they're that's what, that's what they're doing. This they're seeking that opportunity. This is
1: their version of like the FA Cup when like a small club right. gets a chance to get like a large, what, 45% of like mm-hmm. the tickets from like the big gate from like playing one of the Premier League games. That the amount of money that is is like three years worth of their income in one yeah. game. That's what this is going to be for sporting Kansas. City. Yeah.
2: They basically, you know, they, you know, I, I guess all the owners had to agree with whatever the, um, Whatever rules they had to sort of bend to even have Messi on board, right? I'm sure not maybe not the MLS rules per se, but the like, the, the giving a percentage of, of the, the Apple subscription, right. the, the MLS. Doesn't uh, Messi make a cut of the gate? I don't know. I don't Probably. know. That was rumors. I know it's, I know it's merchandise. Um, I don't think. I don't know. If Subscriptions, paid, but the, the the subscription. So the owners, I'm sure, had to have some sort of say right. or, uh, involved. So they're like, "Hey, this is how we're gonna get our money back." But you know what? They should make it transparent for the
1: fans. Like, yo, it's like Messi makes a cut of the gate, so it's two hundred eighty. There's a sixty dollar Messi tax. <laughs> Messi tax. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just
2: put it right on there.
1: Put <laughs> it on there, bro. Hey, yeah.
2: don't blame me. I'd be. I, I'd be more. I like respect that more from Ticketmaster. They right. just told me there was a Messi tax, <laughs> right? There on the ticket, rather than all these wild ass fees. So it's a forty five
1: dollars ticket to go see my favorite band and a one hundred and twenty processing. <laughs> <piece>? <laughs> okay,
2: interesting. Shipping. Uh, I'm that? getting it emailed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jesus. All right. So, uh, so I wonder the um, you know as far as like how the team is going to play. I was going
0: to say on the field. How do you think it's on the field? Them? You
2: know, uh, uh, I don't think we mentioned this yet, but Julian Gressel signing for Inter Miami, yeah. I think, is what. A signing. If they, he
1: plays right back, they're gonna be great. Although they already have Yedlin, he's,
2: he's a wing. He'll probably be a midfielder. He's a w- wing back. He's gonna play probably right mid, but uh, which he did at that's why basically what he did at Atlanta. And uh, but the amount of uh, crosses this man is gonna be sending into Luis Suarez, he's Bro, like like a factory like,
1: that works for a church. <laughs> <laughs> Just nothing but cross. <laughs>
0: Never heard that one before. <laughs> Did not hear that one before. Like, Just nothing like all a day.
2: Punch.
1: Factory. In, cross, cross, cross. That works cross. for a church. <laughs> bro.
2: Damn, bro. I mean. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I think I think Pope Francisco is gonna <laughs> walk right in here and be like, Alexis, do Damn. you want to be one of our cardinals? <laughs> Apple over here. <laughs> My goodness. Um, so yeah, so I that that's what, kind of what I'm uh excited about. They 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 traded away uh, uh Kamal Miller, which is a little bit of a concern. But this is this is the issue with Inter Miami. Inter Miami when they're on the when they're s- scrolling through transfer market mm-hmm. and they're like, yo, I think this guy be, might be a good fit. And they call him. They're like, "Yes, what? Yeah. Who? Are you? Who is this?" Yes, the call player. They're
1: like, "We can only pay you MLS money." They're like, "No, I don't want to go." And then the phone rings again. It's like, "Hello, this is messy. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to come here. I'll do it for free. <laughs> I'll do it for free." Uh, have you heard of the
2: messy tax? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's uh, your salary. Is <laughs> in my it comes directly to me. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it, they they are still making a couple moves. I I just uh, saw. A, a player potentially from Pumas, I think, might be coming to Inter Miami. Um, so they're gonna be they're gonna be fine. I, look, I, I think <laughs> realistically, Major League Soccer is gonna do everything in their power to set them up to succeed. You need Messi in the playoffs, <laughs> <laughs> you need Messi in yeah. the playoffs. so we can expect that. What, what happens in the playoffs? Who knows? You know, I mean, yeah. you have the 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 the, the three game uh, first round, but you know, which you would expect Inter Miami to go through, but you never know. And you know, we saw. Uh, you know, uh, when we saw Messi uh, against Charlotte, Charlotte ended up winning one nothing, right? I believe, mm-hmm. and that is that could happen in the playoffs. There could be a lot of disappointment. So this is this might be Messi's last year, uh, and so you gotta capitalize go as much as possible, go out big.
0: So last Friday we had the NWSL draft happen um, the biggest trade we actually had a metal art correspondent out there you'll see on the screen right now we've right, got right. some videos um from behind the scenes um but the biggest news to come out of that draft was probably the ashley sanchez trade so who dumb. was traded from the washington spirit for which pick was it the
2: this, uh she w-
0: fifth third round f-
2: she was traded fifth overall fifth pick. overall pick.
0: pick yeah 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 250000 in allocation money. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys think? How is that going to affect the spirit season? How is that going to affect the NWSL season? She's one of the best players in the league.
2: So, um, you know, Ashley Sanchez been on our show before. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, there's no way for anyone, I think, uh, with, with a beating heart— to see this trade and be like what, uh, like or just be absolutely cool with it. I'm sure Courage fans are are, are happy. We also uh, in studio we have uh, Douglas Reyes Serrone of Metal yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Metallock, the homie, also in Gully Squad. Yes, and uh, so we could just let's hear it directly from from a spirit uh, supporter. I'll give my thoughts, but real quick, your first thoughts. What's your elevator pitch? (laughs) Uh, We were shocked. We're still not over it.
1: Uh, And we can see the fact that it seems like a lot of people all around are not happy with it. And we're thinking, look, the rookies they got, they better ball out. Or we're probably calling for
2: that general manager's head soon. There we go. The bar is is incredibly high. I'm going to
1: give you a different take, Okay. Before uh, Mallory Swanson and um, uh, Sanchez, first uh, name Maria, Maria Ash, oh, Ash, Sanchez, Maria Sanchez from, Maria Sanchez from Houston. Before yeah. they became the highest grossing or highest earning, yeah, who
2: was who had the biggest contract? Trinity Rodman. Trinity Rodman. Okay, at one point two mil. Why would you upset her <laughs> by <laughs> trading her best friend? And that's really the first thing I thought as soon as I saw the trade. I was like everybody where is trinity okay Yo. everybody check on trinity chez <laughs> they were such a great group <laughs> well, thank you for Radches. the rebrand, but it, it's it's sandman it's not nah, San- ratchez is better bruh <laughs> ratchez dude Well, look, uh, Sandman Sandman is the no, that
1: sounds like a, that sounds like a police officer.
2: (laughs) Get Sandman over here. So this was uh, the, the, uh, on TikTok, uh, Trinity Rodman wrote, uh, she, she opened the notes app. You made Trinity open the notes app. Damn, cheap, there's quotes. There's, there's quotes. Uh, there's ellipse eye in here. <laughs> How could you do this? Damn, if, if you if you are on uh, TikTok like us young folk, uh huh, um, <laughs> you will see that Trinity and Ashley Sanchez are the best of friends, besties. Okay, Lila's. Yes. Okay,
1: and they were they're the type of vibe you want. Bro, they're fun, they're relaxed They're having a good time They
2: dance, they ball out on the They go shopping together You took that away from all of us (laughs) Okay, now they're gonna have to like Coordinate and plan those Those like get togethers When when friends move away Oh, it's the worst How much harder it is just to stay in touch And you tell yourself you're going to remain
1: friends. You tell yourself
0: all the time. You you tell yourself it's going
1: to be fine. We could FaceTime. And then you know what? One time you FaceTime and they don't pick up. And you know what they say? Sorry, I'm just hanging out with my new friend. (laughs) (laughs) And it's over for you. And now they moved
2: on and you haven't. Or even worse. Or even worse.
3: They get a boyfriend.
1: Oh, Oh no. And then that's
2: it. You never see them again. Damn. (laughs) How dare they? Okay, so this is what the Washington Spirit. Has I'll to never break. do that to
1: you, Christian.
2: <laughs> okay. The day you get a boyfriend will break my heart.
1: You think, you think I would, would rip up Guerrero? <laughs> Garrelanco?
2: Okay. I would never no. rip this
0: up and spit it yeah. out. All
2: right, Metal, like, don't you even think about it. <laughs> or pereros? <laughs> pereros?
0: I like Pereros, better. that's better.
2: Uh, I mean, look, just some of the some of the quotes from the uh, from the from the message from. Uh, trinity she said damn this is how it starts damn this one hits the soul ashley sanchez me and you became friends so quick it was the easiest friendship of my life and we quickly started doing every single thing together as a, as a, as time went on life hit us hit uh both of us hard in different areas and that impacted our friendship together and separately we've gone through ups and downs family friends and soccer don't get me started on us both going through our quote depressed rex phase while (laughs) using each other's shoulder to cry on and climb on and to still perform every day for our club country and ourselves what they've been through it all it's been like a, a a friendship they've been friends for like Three years. It
1: feels like they've been friends forever. But
2: but you and you see the the chemistry and the dynamic
1: and and they played well together and they I, were balling. Ice. And if you are Ashley Sanchez, all you want to do is pass the the ball into space because you know Trinity Rodman gonna get behind Without it. A, that she's gonna on. she's
2: gonna nutmeg the defender oh. <laughs> and, and create another highlight. Um, so it's a look on a, on a serious note. The Washington Spirit, uh, for after they won um, the NWSL championship, they they just the inconsistency of like you know uh, either front office or or, or um, you know I know like uh, uh, Doug said like the people have not been happy with uh, with uh, you know switching owners. Like they, there's been a lot of ups and downs yeah, with this yeah. team,
1: and it's been unsettled for a
2: while. So. Uh, you know, in, in my mind, when I think of things that are wrong with the spirit, I don't see like, well, what if we get rid of Ashley Chances? I'm sure that will revitalize. I'm like, no, why, no. why would that even be the first uh, kind of thought? You better use that 250 k on something. Yeah. I mean, they look, we see, especially the Courage, who, who obviously have Ashley Chances. They just signed... Uh, um of a, a defender from uh, uh Wolfsburg uh who's very uh, very good. I I've uh, Roush? I been, I Yeah I, her name. I saw the name pop up but and, I but I, I she's been popping up on FIFA ultimate team. Ah. Uh, so that's how I know. I'm like okay. Yeah uh,
0: Felicitas Rouch.
2: Okay. So Felicitas. Uh, so yeah I've been uh seeing there Felicitas, from, <laughs> <laughs> from time to time. But yeah this one um this one's difficult. Yeah, uh, this one. Did, look, I mean, and Rod Roush just doesn't sound the same. Or or San Roush or or San Roush Chez. Actually, it's kind of <laughs> dope. Not gonna lie. I mean, we're looking at um uh, some of the 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 this is uh, Trinity's uh, uh, TikTok, and it was
1: basically a. Ashley Sanchez follow
2: along TikTok account. <laughs> well, I, I can't play the music, but I mean, look at look at this, besties for life. Just giggling and their way And the spirit are soccer. like, nah, we don't believe in friendship. We're ripping it up, <laughs> <laughs> okay? Well, you know, what was that real? <laughs> <laughs> They spit gum into I'll say I hope not. <laughs> I'm going to go with mean, then- maybe
1: it was a good idea to rip <laughs> these two apart a little bit. Just get a little bit of space, you know what I mean? Y'all,
2: got- y'all might have gotten too close. <laughs> it looked like, for people listening, I believe... It might be fake But it looked like they, they spit some sort of candy Into each other's mouths Like back and, and, then forth, back and forth Which is also a, Quite a talent It just shows The passing <laughs> Damn, chemistry yeah. Between chemistry, the two I was gonna say okay. Two assists That's what I Bro, saw That is a <laughs> that, Two assists That is a green link In FIFA <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ultimate Team If I've ever seen one That is <laughs>
1: Top notch Now do it on the pitch lady <laughs> They're gonna do it again? always uh,
2: it- <laughs> it's hilarious horrific <laughs> um so look yeah i i i hope it i hope it it works out um you know and look is uh, that a long drive from Cary,
1: uh, North carolina to
2: washington dc that's a pretty Five, six Five,
1: hours. Six hours. Five six, uh, yeah, that's not a let's go hang out.
2: <laughs> um the yeah, look, the courage looked like they're um making a re- I, this is You gotta retool because Gotham is stacked. Yeah, back. I mean the courage they lost it, they lost to Gotham in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like they had a terrible uh season. They hosted a home uh playoff game. The I, I think in general and you, you mentioned Marley Swanson and and just the the it's like year after year we're starting to see like oh who's the highest paid player nah who's the highest pay? oh no no this is the highest yeah, paid player yeah, player yeah. now um, and and Mallory Swanson I I think is just a a great example of the league being like yo we're. We're spending money. The the, the well, you got to
1: compete with Europe. The WSL is on on up
2: exactly, and and we're sort You know Emily Fox uh, joining Arsenal. You saw Arsenal has a
1: chance for her already.
2: I did see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot. Uh, it says something like from America. Emily it's Fox a, from a, America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Thing. <clears throat> so. The, I think the competition is only uh, gonna grow as far as just keeping players in NWSL. I think we all sort of understand that the the I, I believe the highest level of the the women's game as far as uh, uh you know and in, in any league I think it is NWSL. But the the thing that NWSL has to compete with is uh, Champions League and and, and w- the Women's Champions League and just the fanfare of like you're some a, a lot of players a lot of American players as well want to play in. A Cam New, And with You know 90,000 people there Like yes. just to have that Experience Bucket list kind of a thing Maybe you know You're not playing in the best league But you get that Kind of uh, uh, You know I don't know, authentic, really, really authentic experience that you see the 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 men have, um, you know, for as your kid and, and growing up and watching these games. So that's that's gonna, I think the 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 so this sign that the courage are, are kind of going this hard and spending this kind of money and and uh, um, you know, I just think it's a sign of the growth of the league and and just again more parity. As as difficult as it is to see these chances and Trinity Rahman be broken up, overall, I'm hoping it's a better sign for the It is a positive sign.
0: Going abroad to Europe, we've got some other news. Jose Mourinho was sacked by Roma. They're currently ninth in Serie A, I believe. But there's a lot of rumors about Jose coming over stateside, potentially in MLS. I heard some rumors about USMNT for the future. Where do you guys think Mourinho ends up next? Well, I know he turned
1: down a huge offer from Saudi. It was reported or rumored, I'm not sure which one, to be $120 million for two years to coach in Saudi bro.
2: God, I mean, we were talking about earlier about burning money. Just- Bro, <laughs> could you imagine
1: Jose Mourinho with hundred and twenty million
2: dollars? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's I'm sure he's doing just fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he'd, he'd be yelling at reps from a yacht. You know what I mean? Like it's a little bit of a different life. Um, I think look, I, it's difficult to say because the fans at Roma love him so much, and the the fans booed the players after this. When they went down to the uh, training ground yeah. to like, you know, give give him his flowers and he was emotional. And he brought them a trophy, he brought them uh, the the Europa conference. It was the first trophy in 14 years. Mm-hmm. And this is a beautiful thing. The connection between uh the coach and the fan base was beautiful. You see how emotional it made him. We're watching video here of him uh, you know, driving past the 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 Coliseum and just how much this means to him and how much the fans absolutely love him. It, absolutely incredible. But if you look at you know his inability to beat the big teams i think he only beat lazio once he's lost to them five times or maybe there was a one or two draws in there but they, they, he's only been able to beat lazio once which is a big rival and then you remember last season when he was waiting for the ref after the game and then the the yeah uh, anthony the ref, taylor anthony taylor and the ref got like not attacked but yeah i guess you can kind of say attacked at the at the at the airport yeah, yeah. and his family his poor family hey, there was rumors that the they wanted to sack him at that moment mm. um what is it? The Friedskins or something like that? The Friedrichs? I forget who owned them. Who owns Roma? Yeah. I'll look it up. But they were going to sack him at that moment. But if you look at it, he was... F- I mean, yes, they have the third highest wage list, in, why, wage bill in, in Syria. Friedkin, by, Friedkin. by the way. Friedkin. There it is. Uh, but if you look at it, you're like, how? Where is that money? Because this isn't that stacked of a team. And he. you could tell he was trying to do as much as he possibly could with the squad he had, especially with the injuries he was, that was suffering. So... In a weird way, I actually think this is going to be positive for both him and Roma. They can both restart. Daniela De Rossi is clearly just someone who be like, hey, fans, don't be mad at us. Here's a yeah, guy yeah, you love. Yeah, like you can't <laughs> yell at yeah, him. <laughs> ah, ah, he seems like an angry guy. Wouldn't yell at him if I were you. Who he said if he wasn't pro, he would be one of the curva guys. He'd be in the in
2: the stands. My first ever uh, soccer game uh, was Real Madrid against Roma, and I saw De Rossi play. There you go. Yeah, yeah, um, so. yeah just a, a beloved
1: human being at the club. So hopefully that... He does a good job better than he did with Spall when he managed them in Serra B. But if I'm looking at if I'm looking at uh, Jose Mourinho, I think he kind of did everything you could possibly do mm-hmm. yeah. in the club game. I think a national team is next. The rumor was he turned down the Portugal job as well. Yeah. So maybe he goes back to that. I kind of don't want to see him as a men's national team job. I feel like tactically we've moved on as a nation from trying to play that style yeah, yeah. and that does feel like a just a baby step backwards and I also as much as people probably don't want to hear this there's no way his personality and U.S. soccer mix in any way, shape, or
2: form. Yeah, I can't. U.S.
1: See. soccer wants someone who's going to listen to them. <laughs> Jose Mourinho going to be like, none of you, are three <laughs> champions. respect. You know what I mean? Like he's like, you he can't talk to me.
2: Yeah, I think. Look, I mean, as far as his time at Roma, you know, at the you know, I probably end up watching five or six Roma matches a season since he's been there, and it's a. I mean, my general thought is like a just a. Kind of underachieving mm-hmm. uh, club, just kind of disappointing performances. Um, you know, n- not getting w- wins or, or, or you know or, or late, g- get go- late goals that they give up. I, I just think the, the the story around him uh, getting the red cards that he gets and gets sent off, and it's just it's not the. It's a little too volatile for a club that doesn't have the resources of, of some of the previous clubs that he's had in the past. So he 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 brought the confidence of a of a, a club that should be like winning titles. Yeah. But it, it it he's just gone too far. Like he's upset at the referees, upset about certain calls, and right. I think it. At some point, it can kind of become a distraction. Was this his third season? Is this the third? Third season again. It's always what happens Always Mourinho, uh, you know, that's why. uh, So
1: then if you are U.S. soccer, time it, right? If the World Cup is going to be 2026, Mm -hmm. hire him in 2024 this year. Next year will be his fully first season ends in middle of 2025. Uh His second year, which is usually when he wins, (laughs) 20 is 2026. We win the World Cup. He gets fired the next season. Who cares? <laughs> we all got yachts. <laughs>
0: there it is. And, <laughs> and do you not think optically it's like just a major, I don't know, a statement of intent by U.S. soccer? Because now you have Emma Hayes coaching the U.S. women's national team, obviously one of the best managers, and Jose Mourinho, you know, maybe a little bit past it. But in terms of name, there's not really many people bigger than him.
2: Yeah, I like I think it's a but, – but as far as, you know – is he easy to work with? I mean, I don't know. It's like a. Um, I think there's a lot Bro, of. Bro, is
0: Greg Berhalter easy to work with? It uh, I seems mean, I like think there's just really. a,
2: a lot of. Um, I don't know. He seems to have the buy in from everybody. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think Mourinho has. Um, just blemishes on his resume, I mean, without a doubt. Like uh, one of the most successful managers. You saw a reaction ever. to
1: Anthony Taylor. How's he gonna do in, in uh, San
2: Salvador?
0: <laughs> you
2: know what I mean? I, you know, I, it's gonna. I be, think the
0: refs might be a little afraid, and then the USMT <laughs> will get some extra calls. It's you know? gonna be
2: insane. Yeah, I, I look, I I just think it's a um, a philosophy thing and a workplace thing that I think uh, uh, Americans might be a little bit intimidated uh, yeah. of the of the thought of working with them. Um, but I look, I've heard. You know rumors of uh, you know well he has said that he's interested in in, in working in America in some capacity whether yes, it's in like MLS or or, or for or U.S. soccer with the men's national team so it's not insane that he ends up here in 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 some way I'm, I I kind of just want to see it to see if it works can he like even if it's an MLS club can he take an MLS club play his style and and find success. Maybe it's like a uh, It's not that Im- I mean outside
1: of when he coached at um at Porto which was a much more advanced attacking style, much more progressive style. His style's pretty I don't want to use the term simple because it's it's not, but at the end of the day it's a relatively pragmatic Yeah. style. It's a 4 through 3 pretty defensive. You know, everybody stay compact, everybody play your game, don't let your don't let you don't let the player in front of you beat you or don't let him, you know, uh break lines. And then attack on the counter. I, I feel not only can we play that way, yeah. I think most I of the teams have played that it's way. It's
2: easier to do that play that simple style when Yeah, then you know, Deserby style. Oh you know no, right? but it's easier when you have DDA Drugba, Frank Lampard. Yeah, of course. And, and <laughs> better check four three three when every uh, one SCN. of those positions is world class. <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh yeah, so so I'm I'm, I'm curious just um uh, to see if he does get the opportunity to work in the US in some some way. Uh you know, he, I he, just he, can't he, imagine what MLS club is to his stature. I just don't think that exists yet. Maybe. You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, he. I remember a couple years ago, uh, he got invited to the United Soccer Coaches Convention to give uh, like a... Virtually, right? Uh, yeah. I think uh, it was virtually. Virtually. But to, just to give like a, a lecture or a speech and talk about, um, you know, his co- coaching uh, philosophy. So... I, I I just wonder if it could like work here. I think it'd be cool. They did the preseason. Remember that it's called soccer. The yes Cosmo. yes against the galaxy mm-hmm. uh, when he was a Man U, right yes he was the Manchester yeah because uh, Pogba was hit the sign with the ball yeah. right right right. So the um, so look I, I more than anything I think the the uh you've seen the video of him leaving the training ground and all the fans uh uh running uh after him and and uh uh, and you know taking photos and stuff it's it was emotional for him and i think it's emotional for the fans as well i mean there's a a a real appreciation i think when we we get sort of and i i kind of have the bias of how he was always portrayed in english media and all the criticism and stuff like that but then you see him how he he's he's kind of deified in some yeah, of I was other gonna countries. say, as a
0: Chelsea fan, he is a god to all Chelsea fans. Like everybody loves Mourinho.
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but more than anything, he just he just annoyed a lot of English people. People can't can let it <laughs> he go. He also annoyed every Arsenal fan.
1: <laughs> but even that stuff, it's just good fodder for a conversation. You know, what I mean, as much as I'm an I'm an Arson vengerite, and he's like a god to me and it yeah. always annoyed me that he called him like that, you know. Uh, the specialist of failure, or yeah. whatever it was, <laughs> and um, you know, and all of that back and forth. At the end of the day, it's, it, it was something. It was like the drama that you were, you think back and you're like, oh, those were the good days. Exactly. You know, at the moment you're mad about it, but then you look back, and you're like, those were some special moments.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so the all right, we should get to our interview. Yes. Uh, we have a, a, again a, a dope conversation uh, with Mark Wright. Uh, Sports explains absolutely the world. incredible. Um, the Bison Project. Go uh, go check it out. Uh, As soon as you're done listening to this interview with Mark Wright was uh, just a great, great uh, guest and great convo to have about, uh, you know, the Howard uh, uh, soccer team. So here goes our conversation with Mark Wright. I mean, the esteemed guests continue to roll in. Exactly. I mean, we we have we have athletes, we have uh, you know uh, directors, filmmakers, mm. journalists, mm. Uh, and this is this is just part part for the course. For, Absolutely. For, for the level of uh you know just the, the high quality uh, journalism work, and that which is what we're going to be highlighting today, mm-hmm. and I, I'm so I'm excited about our, our upcoming guests.
1: Absolutely. I mean, this gentleman has put together. What I think is just an incredible podcast that speaks to a subject that some of us have heard about in passing. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there's been a real deep dive. This sort of reminds me of something in the vein of like what Grant Wall had tried to do when he was around. And I'm glad that that I got a chance to listen to this. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, from the Sports Explains the World, from the Bison Project, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Wright, everybody.
3: Mark, what is up? Thank you, thank you so much. I didn't want to stop you with that intro. Keep going, keep
2: going.
3: <laughs> more, more plaudits.
2: <laughs> no, and I, I, I want to, uh, you know, because uh, Sports Explains the World is also a, a, a Wondery and Meadowlark project, so you're, you you know, we're basically co-workers. We're at family. This is us at the water cooler. You know. Uh, but uh, I, I want to just uh, start and, and, you know, tell people about the project, tell people about uh, yourself, your connection uh, to the game, uh, just so we can get, a, a, a starting point where everybody is aware of
3: what's about to happen. Absolutely. I'll try to make it not boring. Um but uh here we go. So I was born in England in Wolverhampton. Uh the Wolves are my second uh EPL team. United unfortunately okay. is my first. All right. Oof. and you can't ask a follow up question. Let's just keep it moving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> None needed. <laughs> I was born in Wolverhampton uh to Jamaican parents And I moved to Jamaica when I was two and a half, so I spent years two and a half to 12 in Jamaica and came to America on my 12th birthday uh, on my first airplane ride. Uh, Family came to America to the Washington DC area. Uh, Always been a soccer player, soccer fan. Obviously, I think being of Caribbean heritage, that's a requirement. And uh, ended well, up. We're, we're, I'm Dominican. He's Cuban.
2: Not all Caribbeans. Yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> more, it's, we're more curveballs than
1: we are free kicks. But we started a soccer podcast because we love it. So we're on the same page. Right.
3: there it is. There it is. Yeah, we are brothers in kindred spirits. Um, I, <laughs> Absolutely. I, I ended up going to the esteemed Howard University in Washington D.C. Uh, I fancy myself as a really, really good soccer player, but my skills did not push me to play at the collegiate level, so it made me write about it and report about it and tell stories about great players over the years, and I've been blessed. You're looking at somebody who is extremely blessed. My wife and I are blessed to have two sons who had no no choice but to play the game their whole lives, and they're both playing at the <laughs> collegiate level, so I'm very happy about that.
1: That's beautiful. Congratulations. I guess for me, what's most important or what what brought about and for those who don't know, this is a a sort of a deep dive into the 1971 NCAA championship for soccer, which Howard University, the university you went to, won, but then was stripped of that uh, award Uh, for... I guess a legal technicality. Now, I'm born and raised in Newark, so a lot of the things I say, I claim to be a legal technicality. Like, sure, you were driving 40 miles over the speed limit, that's a legal technicality. But in this case, it really is. What are numbers? really? All right? Who's to say? I mean, right now I'm doing 75 below the speed limit because I'm parked. Uh, But in this case, the feeling behind the whole thing still felt a little bit like a witch hunt in particular. From all of your investigation, has that feeling subsided in any way?
3: That's a great takeaway. And, and thank you both for listening to the podcast. So you're coming from a place of I can really ask detailed questions. Um, absolutely. I think I came away from doing all the research and the reporting and speaking with all the ex-players and their family members of some of the players who have passed away. I really came away um, just a little bit more intrigued Um, and, and also always, I've had this feeling of is the story completely told? Like, have I done everything? Have I, have I looked under every single stone and no, the story isn't completely told though. I, I think this is probably the, the fullest that the story has been told because each of the players have their own individual stories that we didn't have an opportunity to tell their stories as well. Some of them are passed away. Like I said, um. I just say, if this story had happened today in 2024, uh, America, um, this team would not be stripped of their championship.
1: Yeah, you would. There would be social media would go crazy, right. over something like this. And I think the most telling uh, part to me was the opposing coach never accepted the sort of the award, you know, by default because you guys were stripped of it. Which I thought was, you know, to, to mimic what somebody said on the podcast was classy move. But I think that goes to show. No, maybe they maybe you take it away from them, but that doesn't mean we want it. That's just going to sit there because the Howard University team absolutely deserved it.
3: Yeah, uh, you're you're absolutely right, and and I also think it's guys, it's important to sort of frame up the timeline. So actually, December thirtieth of 2023 marked the 52nd anniversary of Howard winning that championship, um, which is still vacated, which you mentioned in your open that that St. Louis, which had the opportunity to then take it by default. Did not did not choose to do that. Let me frame this up. This is 1970 71 America, um, and and we don't have to turn this podcast into a history podcast. That we know we know what was happening in America in 1970 71. Howard University had a roster of nine Trinidadians. Howard University is a is a historically black college and university in Washington D.C. Nine Trinidadians on this team, two Eritreans on this team, two Bermudians, uh, one Ghanaian. Uh, one Nigerian and one lone African American on the team, which was the third third-string goalkeeper, Andy Terrell, who we got to interview. St. Louis's roster, 22-man roster, had 21 players on the team whose hometowns were listed as St. Louis, Missouri. They had one Brazilian, a freshman, on the team. There's nothing. So th- this was, if you, if it sounds like black versus white, it was. If it sounds like um. A black school versus a white school it was the landscape of soccer in 1971 college soccer was almost exclusively white so for lincoln phillips the then head coach to come into this to the scene with this all-black team with this all-immigrant team all these guys have an accent and then play the way they played guys so they weren't just kicking and running and booting the ball. I mean, they were running circles around people, beating people seven, eight, 11, And so they put themselves in the crosshairs just by existing. And I believe, and I spoke with uh, Dr. Harry Edwards, which was a career goal, spoke with him, and he said it perfectly. He said, the NCAA or the powers that be saw Howard University building something and they were threatened by it and they nipped it in the bud.
2: Yeah, I mean the, the the one question I had throughout uh, the entire podcast was essentially, you know, the 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 reason was there was an uh, an ineligible player or players, um, but I, I I don't I guess I I don't know the specifics. Were there any specific charges about specific players, or was it simply, you know, we don't know where these guys are coming from and blah blah blah? Like, because I, I could see at the time. It just would have been like they would have accept people would have accepted that reason or that reasoning. I mean, you understand you understand like whatever legal system could be favoring uh, NCAA. They could have said whatever they wanted. But where where in in your research was any those those specifics were. Did it seem justified even in that era that they could have done
3: this? So what I will say, what I will say, all biases aside, that. I could see them seeing and then wanting to shine a light on. So Howard's star player at the time, his name is Keith Ackwee. Keith Ackwee passed away in 2016. Keith Ackley, um came to Howard. Uh, he had been a teacher in Trinidad and Tobago, um, and he came to Howard uh, to go to law school. And he played soccer his whole life and literally didn't even know that Howard had a soccer team and stumbled onto the, onto the, the team, saw them training, and tried out. Keith Acquie ended up becoming the best player in college soccer that year, scoring 25 goals in 1970 to match his age. So he's 25 years old. Obviously, he just put a light on himself. Nobody knew him. Nobody knew where he came from. Okay. His teammate, Rick Yallery Arthur, uh, also from Trinidad. So those two guys were putting the crosshairs. And the allegations uh, said that these guys played professional soccer in their native homelands before they came to Howard. The problem with that is there was no pro soccer right. in Tobago Turner- <laughs> at the time. So, they were um, mad
1: they
2: got beat by a 25-year-old lawyer. I know, bro. Exactly.
1: By the way, that's 25 goals in what I think was an 18-game season. Correct. They got a body, bro. They got a body, bro. <laughs> Judge, jury, execution. <laughs> They're like, bro, I don't care. You figure it out. got to be eligible, bro. Uh,
3: Keith, it, it, Keith uh nickname was Bronco. So he, was fast. Yes. <laughs> he, was, he was fast. He was fast. Two other players were caught in the NCAA's uh, crosshairs. Another Trinidadian, Tony Martin, and a Ghanaian who's was a freshman, Maury Diani, who was uh, just, a, a, just, just a magician with his dribbling. Caught in the crosshairs because they alleged that these two gentlemen did not take the SAT or the ACT. And Howard's admissions process had allowed for exemptions from the SAT and ACT for foreign students. And these two gentlemen had taken uh uh, equivalent exams right and so that should not have been so ultimately that's what those are the things that 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 took and ultimately the ncaa uh stripped howard of that 1971 national championship stripped them of their semifinal finish in 1970 and uh the night and they couldn't go to the postseason in 73 so it was was really a heavy-handed punishment for for the quote crimes that i just stated
1: NCAA, like now nah, they food too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Ineligible. <laughs> Ineligible. Okay. There's more jollof rice per capita by the Ghanaian than other players in the NCAA system. Ineligible. They're like, what is this
2: pepper? Get <laughs> nah. <you."> <laughs> nah. <laughs> it, it, it's a it's a frustrating thing because you know you mentioned uh, in the in the podcast as well about like uh, about stopping this this, what, what could have been uh, a, a dynasty, and, and and I guess my question to you is, uh, you know, I listening to this podcast is really where I first heard this story, right? I know there was an, uh, uh, an ESPN 30 for 30 about it as well, about the 74 uh, uh, t- uh, team, but the uh, I'm curious about your thoughts on the effect. Of this decision and and the, the maybe the future that we never got to see and Howard being possibly a soccer powerhouse in in America and how that could have affected you know black participation in soccer because it's it's a, that's a issue that comes up on our show uh, quite often.
3: Yeah, um, absolutely. And that ESPN thirty thirty that you reference is called Redemption Song, which I produced while I was at ESPN. So I brought I brought this story. Uh, to 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 basically to Howard, but I. So guys, remember I went. To, appreciate that. Of course, <laughs> well deserved. Humble, humble brag. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I went to Howard University. I played high school soccer for the star freshman on this 1971 team, and I, and I didn't know the story because being the humble person that Coach Ian Bain was and still is, it's never really mentioned it. We were just kind of curious. He's 37, 38 years old while I'm in high school, and he's running circles around us 16, 17-year-olds, which he was just the guy. You can applaud him because he's going to be... Yeah, what's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <was> there. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then you walk Howard's campus, and you don't, see any, you don't see any big memories of this feat that any other college would have a shrine for. And so... That's why when I literally found out about the story in full detail in 2014, Coach was being enshrined in Howard's Hall of Fame, he said, yeah, Co- yeah, I think we, we were pretty decent. You ought to read my Coach's book and you let me know if you think it's a good 30 for 30, whatever this 30 for 30 thing you speak of. All right. And I read Coach Lincoln's book and I said, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And so thanks to ESPN, it gave me a little bit of money to put a short documentary together and uh, that became Redemption Song. But that focused on the 74 team, mostly, right? Because we're America, we like winners. We wanna talk about the winners, right? The team that redeemed the 71 team. There are guys on 74 who always felt kind of slighted that their story um, was never really fully, fully told. And so I told them back then, hey guys, wherever I am in the world, whatever resources I have, I'm gonna come back to your story and tell it as the best of my ability. And that's what became the Bison Project. So not not sure if I answered uh, a question that I asked myself, or if I answered your question originally? No, but I mean, that's yeah. kind of you, know,
2: the I, you know, I was watching. Um, uh, you know, Alexis uh, was in a billion-dollar goal, which is the, the yes. Paramount Plus doc- documentary. Yeah, and hold on. <laughs> okay, <go ahead>. indeed, <laughs> indeed. Indeed. And uh, you know, one of the, when they were when they were talking about um, bringing, uh, the, you know, growing these leagues in in the United States uh, um, and NPSL. Uh, and what it, what became NASL, but one of the owners uh, said, like the reason Americans are not watching soccer is because they don't have heroes to look at and and to help pay attention to the sport. And you know, and then the, the that the names that they do mention, you know, obviously Johan Cruyff, uh, obviously uh, uh, Pele, yeah. uh, um, and uh, Franz Beckenbauer. But it's 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 for the most part, it's a lot of white European athletes, yeah. and that's that's kind of where I'm. You know, I, I'm listening to the, the the podcast about Howard and such a important institution to the United States yeah. could have also been an influential one in soccer. And I feel like we were so, that was sort of taken away from us.
3: Yeah, it's it's like um, they never gave the American sports fan an opportunity to make that decision for themselves. Right. So so maybe I love the game so much. Doesn't matter if that person looks like me or comes from where I come from or has my name. Um, maybe I just love the game and maybe as a result I'm gonna have my kids play or I'm gonna be in an old man league, right? Um and I think I think it's it's uh it's unfair that we make that decision for them. But to to your earlier point about you know what was happening at Howard and what they were potentially building, if you look at any division one or two II or three college roster right now, you will see 10, 11 players from all over the world. Um and I don't know if it was a, sh- a stroke of genius or luck for Lincoln Phillips to have the team that he had, but he had a, he was coaching at a school that had an international appeal. So he took from what was there and he's from Trinidad-Tobago. Of course, he's going to go to Trinidad and get players, right? That's, that's what I know. So literally he sort of fell into something that look at college soccer today that it, and and people are still watching college soccer. People are still watching MLS. You see the international influx of, of, of our domestic league. So um, to, to Harry Edwards' point, it's really unfair and we'll never really know what might have come of it. But they really did nip it in the bud. And Lincoln Phillips was at Howard for 10 years, 117 wins. I think it's 17 losses and 11 ties. Um, went to the NCAAs eight times out of those 10 years. Um but he, if you talk to him today, and I love Coach Phillips, um, and he's been a mentor to me and my sons, if you ask him today, he feels unfulfilled. He feels that he didn't get a chance to to finish the job that he started. And he didn't get a chance to finish uh to to get to the level of greatness. When they talk about Harry Keow at St. Louis, they don't often put Lincoln Phillips next name next to right, his, right. and it it belongs there.
1: Yeah. I want to ask about you mentioned how humble and how, you know, sort of stoic Ian Bain is. Uh, Ian Bain uh, being one of the players on this team, uh, you was your coach, as you said, in high school who you asked for a tryout and got on the team. Uh, it sort of reminds me a lot of, you know, so the work we're in a little bit. You are never really sure if you're making an impact. You know, you we all start out when we started this podcast, we said we wanted to add value to the American player. We also wanted to give a voice to a segment of the fan base that didn't have a voice at the time. Yeah. And to hear that you got a chance to play a snippet of this podcast to him and to hear that he got so emotional that in a, in a very stoic way, he excused himself from the zoom call from the camera for you to know that you broke through, but also you were able to give him some of his flowers that you were able to show him. Yes, you did have an impact. Yes, you did do something that has helped a, a bunch of people. Your story is being told. How how important do you think that was for
3: you? Massively important. Um, there is no telling of the Mark Wright story without mention of this particular story. And I've written and worked on a bunch. Uh, hold applause. Um, <laughs> this is really important. And I've told Coach Bain... And all his teammates who all seem to be sort of cut from the same humble cloth um it took a lot of convincing for me to have coach bain and his his uh his best friend alvin henderson to be involved they they didn't want to be involved but i just kept i was a virus i just kept coming and ultimately they said yes but they had one caveat you got to make sure that you talk about all our teammates you got to talk about all our teammates and remember guys now we've lost eight members from this team. Eight guys have passed away, taking their stories with them to the grave. Didn't tell their kids, didn't tell their grandkids. And so the feedback I'm getting now from guys I didn't even know is, thank you. I didn't even know that dad or pop up was nice like that. I didn't know that they contributed so much to Howard soccer and to American soccer. Um, he didn't talk about it, and we didn't know about it. So that's the piece for me, guys, that is just like, Crazy. it's everything. Dude, but it's, it's everything. Yeah, this is, but this, this, is, this, this is nothing like us. But the, but this is a, <laughs> I
2: would tell everybody. <laughs> but this is a common immigrant parent thing, right? You know, my, my dad passed away uh, last year, and we're going through his stuff, and then I see my dad uh, was a mechanic his entire life, just fixed cars. It's, literally, he was amazing at it. But then go through his stuff, we find his his college degree. Majored in psychology. You think he ever mentioned that he was a psychology major? Never you couldn't wanted. bring it up once? <laughs> you couldn't mention it. It would have been a nice, you know, talking point at parties. It would have been interesting. It's like
1: my grandfather was like, Oh yeah, I used to serve food to Celia Cruz when she would come into the and we're like, <laughs> when when were you gonna bring this up? Okay. We I would know- have respected you so much
2: more as you made desserts, right? He was a dessert maker in Cuba. I was like, "What the hell?" I've known you for twenty-five <laughs> years. This is the first you're bringing it up. It's it's crazy. There's a certain th- there's a certain sense. I don't know if it's like the, just the OGs. Yeah. You know, they they keep it to themselves. And I'm so I'm a fan of this. Uh, you know. Kids on TikTok on their mental health journey and talking about <laughs> all this stuff. Because it's a way to connect. So I think this is, um, and so we're all sort of a part of, of like bringing back the history of, of the the of silent generation that ca- kind of kept stuff uh Silent generation
1: is a good way to put it. For sure. <laughs> so, there, there was,
3: there was one, one guy on the team, uh, the Michael Selassie. Uh, he was a Retrian and he was a freshman in 71. And he was also uh, on the 74 team. And I was texting with him as we were setting up interviews with all the elders and all the players. Hey, Amde, wanna make sure you're there. And he would, he texted me back and he just kept saying, and he was a soft-spoken guy. He just said, hey man, I'm I'm not doing well, um, but follow up with me in a week. And I kept following up and turns out he was sick and never said he was sick to me and passed away three weeks before uh, we did those interviews. Three weeks before we did, I still have the text, the WhatsApp text exchange with Amde and that's what pushed me. That's what drove me to, and this was, you know, this was 2021, we're doing these interviews. We had every reason in the world to cancel them. That's like coming off the pandemic, they're older. We're trying to have them at Howard. I had every reason in the book to postpone it and push it. I said, no, this is too important. It's too important to do it. And we did it for Amde. We did it for the other players who passed away and Coach Lincoln Phillips turns eighty-three on the Fourth of July this year. Amazing! Wow, <laughs> still in great, still in great health, still doing uh, goalkeeper training to young Look kids. Of course that. he is. All right. right? Why? So why? I don't know, why ever I don't stop? Know who was going to tell this story and call his name? But we want to make sure that that happened.
2: All right. Well, that look. This is that's a wonderful uh, birthday present for your 83rd birthday. Uh, So, uh, Mark, right? Everybody, make sure uh, you go check out Sports Explains the World on. uh, uh, You can check out the podcast wherever you get uh, uh, podcasts. Real quick,
1: actually, before we end, is there going to be a part four? Do you think uh, Howard's going to go after this? Maybe go back in
3: history. So you know, one of the I had I had three. Like you're setting me up. I had three takeaways for this. One, just get the story told, and if that's all you accomplish. You you can rest. Get the story told. Well, I got two. I got two more things. One, get the story back on the NCAA's radar. Howard got jobbed. Get it back on the NCAA's mm-hmm. radar. And whether yeah. they want to get whether they want to do right by Howard, uh, or they're shamed into doing right by Howard, or you know this is a new generation of NCAA. They just want to do the right thing. Whatever whatever floats your boat. The third thing is I also like to get this in front of the Vice President of the United States, who was a Howard alum. Mm -hmm. And these guys were promised, these guys were promised, as you heard, a White House visit by then President Nixon, which never happened. And how awesome would it be for these guys, whoever can make it, to just get a visit and get their flowers there. Whatever comes of the story, that would be amazing. So is there gonna be a part, maybe that's part three and part four, and maybe that's the case. You know, since we're co-workers, cool let the metal art people and the campsite people know. Let them know that that's <laughs> okay. No, we'll
1: let them know. Okay. You not- think that you think Dan knows
2: Kamala? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Who can, which one of us could get the closest to Kamala Harris to text? <laughs> I just get this done. We got to get uh, you know Stu Gotts putting medals on these guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, uh, that is the way we <laughs> we cross over. I hope it
1: happens because NCAA. It's a good way to sort of fix some past you know uh, errors.
2: Absolutely. And sure. transgressions we, And we all know NCAA has made very few errors In Never. their history I don't Very think they've very, ever, very, limited amount of errors I don't think they've
1: ever done anything <laughs> racially biased In any way shape or
2: form Okay. So why start now Okay, right? so We need to make some corrections All right, uh, Again, Sports Explains the World um, The Bison Project, uh, it is on uh, the feed there uh, Go check it out It is available now wherever you can get uh, podcasts so, uh, Mark Wright, absolutely honored Thank you so much for joining us, man Thank you both, I appreciate it Thank you so much what an incredible, incredible interview! Shout out
1: Mark to us, to
2: us. We, <laughs> we just,
1: we, yeah. we really are, not interview. You people. know, Mark, right? Whatever. Shout yeah, out. Yeah, to no, us. he was there too. He
0: was <laughs> there. But we were,
2: look, did you see the questions we asked? Oh my god! It's all the banter, <laughs> bro. The back and forth, the comfort that we brought to mm. our guests. You know what? We make people comfortable,
1: <laughs> and at the end of the day, we deserve all the credit in the world. For
2: it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but dude, Mark was absolutely incredible, man. Amazing. So, uh, shout out to Mark Wright. Again, uh, go check out the Bison Project, Sports Explained to World, the Metal Arc Media podcast. Go check it out. Um, just a, a quick note. We, uh, we just we're we switching
1: some stuff up on, yeah, you on may, YouTube. Yeah, you may have
2: noticed, it may not, but just uh, for people who may not be aware, but we're kind of uh, trying some uh, new stuff out on YouTube just to. Uh, I know some people uh, watch the full episode, some people. Well, you know, might feel like, oh, this is uh, listen a little to too long, maybe. 45, so they 50 listen. minutes. Yeah. Who got that kind of time? What am I? Uh, you know,
1: my TV, uh, the battery runs out. <laughs> how TVs work? Okay. Uh, I gotta charge my TV. <laughs>
2: Everybody relax. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, with the size of tablets these days, yeah. am, I right, am I right, folks? Am I right, folks? All right. Thank you. here uh, If you want relatable comedy, <laughs> go see Christian Bolongo. But
1: what we're gonna do is we're gonna take uh, each of the segments and put them up as individual videos. Uh, so they'll you know, you'll get a chance to sort of, hey, this this subject is the one that's important. If you're a big NWSL fan, you can click on that one first. And you can sort of remix the Cooligan's podcast to your own liking <laughs> visually, which is pretty cool. So uh, if you're not already, uh, check it out. If you are a big YouTube watcher, I suggest you subscribe to the podcast. Hit like on every single video. take a, Take a few <laughs> days off work. Uh, <laughs> give us a <laughs> thumbs up on every video um, and uh, yeah just make sure you hit the subscribe button we're going to be trying a couple different things on there
2: uh, let us know what you think exactly uh, so comment like subscribe uh, mm-hmm. so you, like uh, like uh, we said so there'll be the full video of the show but we're
0: then almost at 10k almost at 10k we're almost
2: there Help you know
1: a- for two guys who never really focused on YouTube we just put stuff up there and we're like hey we hope it works mm-hmm. we were doing everything wrong uh, <laughs> and we tried really hard uh, <laughs> these last few months and it's really starting to uh, to, to bear fruit, if you will.
2: Exactly. So uh, hit that subscribe button, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you don't watch YouTube, don't hit that
1: subscribe
3: <laughs> button,
2: okay? So, uh, uh, so you know, I, I've I've heard that we have to call our audience dummies yes. uh, to get them to walk subscribe. up to your television and touch <laughs> the subscribe button
1: again. This is how technology works,
2: right? <laughs> uh, so, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, shout out to Mark Wright for joining us. Yes, uh, we'll be back on Monday with a, a brand new episode. And uh, uh, as always, uh, yeah, uh, sh- you know, share the podcast with your friends if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave a leave a review. Uh, you can do that as well uh, show some uh, love and appreciation because that's all we do for you just Mm -hmm. constantly show you love and appreciation now christian
1: and i are going to go practice spitting gum (laughs) in other's mouths. okay (laughs) we have
2: to you know the competition is fierce out there we're trying to work on our assist numbers that's right (laughs) polaros is back baby (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll see you mother everybody peace love you guys it's cooling, guns, buddy